welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights. Interviewing Kyle Johnson, marketing manager at ComC. Learned some things about ComC. He asked me some questions. Had an enjoyable uh, few minutes. So I hope you enjoy this. Again, sponsors besides ComC, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, Heritage Auctions, Hugs the Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, Panini, Upper Deck, and Tops. So uh, here's my conversation with Kyle, relatively new to ComC, but not so new to the hobby. And uh, look forward to meeting him at, a, at an upcoming show, perhaps even in Dallas. So here it is. My title is Marketing Manager. We have a smaller marketing team, but we work well together and we get all the promotions up for eBay set up. We're working fast to get a lot more eBay events going on our end. And then the, the social media side as well, putting out more content since a lot of us were working on getting those CS issues finished during the first part of the year. It's all hands on deck. It's been an eventful year for me. I started at ComC in March and I'd been in marketing and IT for almost nine years and I've always been involved in cards back into the early 90s since I was a young kid. I know my LCS used to always carry Beckett and tough stuff. Our card shop was owned by a former NFL player, so it was really cool to always go in there. I started getting into collectibles for a little bit as far as like action figures and then heavily just into cards for the last six, seven years. I always made it like a part-time job for myself selling, grading, just like a fun little side hobby. The opportunity came during the pandemic and I applied to a couple of different card companies and ComC has worked out quite well for me. I enjoy everybody. I enjoy local? the company. Uh, I live in Long Beach in California, I'm remote. So yeah, most of our marketing team is remote across the country. And we have some in Canada as well. Someone I work with daily. My boss is up in, in Washington as well. Are you going to get together once a, a quarter or what's the plan on this remote stuff? Because that's tricky. It is tricky and we are in constant contact, but we've discussed having our whole teams meet up there a week at a time so we can be face-to-face. And then there's card shows. I worked at Apple for nearly five years, and then I, I worked for a couple big clothing companies on the West Coast, Quicksilver and Volcom, which are like surf and skate and action sports industry. I worked there after Apple and had a little bit of marketing in there and is more my card expertise that got me into ComC. So are you more of a intuitive marketer or are you classically trained or you just mainly just know from being a collector what would be appealing intuitive and more of what the collectors are into we keep a, a good pulse on the industry we're planning to add a couple more people as well which is great because the more minds we have at a time on our marketing team the more bases we can cover as far as like pokemon magic the five major sports adding in soccer and everything because our site ComC, has everything like there's parts of it with non-sports cards that I don't have too much expertise in. So that's why we have other people that help me out. We have somebody in Canada who's quite familiar with hockey and I can use my expertise in soccer and baseball because I've been a heavy soccer collector for a long time. And that's what really got me back into ComC is finding these unique cards and old stickers and everything that weren't available everywhere. Are you doing more on these other platforms and venues or is it more like the blogging stuff? That when people come to ComC, they can get answers and you're promoting mm. things, which would so, more outbound? More outbound. We'll do a lot of the, the banner creation, banner kind of brainstorming, getting those out for our NBA event on eBay next month. We have Formula One we wanted to try to test out. It's like a new market. It's been quite popular and stuff's moving fast. I think once we get more of those cards, it benefits us and the customers because we are we're limited, but we're getting three times like every month, how much we had the month before in those kind of cards. And we also did that during the summer for 
big soccer events like the Euro that happened, when we can see these kind of sales trending upwards, these players that are being flipped multiple times a day, we want to be able to be on it quickly and market these people. There are other cards that we have on our site, more like higher end ones or unique ones. Do you use influencers? Right now, we don't use any influencers. I know we've talked about it. We have people that ask us. I think it's just because the whole beginning of the year, we were really just focused on getting a customer service thing situated and shipping everything. We didn't want people to have a negative look on, oh, they're spending time with these influencers. They're not really focusing on what the customers want right now, which is their cards or their order. They want their cards. Yeah. I totally understand that. And being a customer of ComC, it is important. I know our shipping has got so much better over the, the summer. I can see those times really ramping up, especially if you're doing express, get it in less than a week, which is great. But some economy orders are still behind. I know we have those crazy dates on the website and it shows you how many cards you're behind, but it's just kind of us showing you what you're behind and being very clear what we're doing. And I know it's way better than it was. Yeah. And, and Tim's been really out there talking to everybody and just reiterating, we are working hard. We are hiring all the time. And it, it is true. We see all these people every week getting hired. And we are really trying to expand that. Too. So Kyle, we did a lot of cross-training in our company when it was growing fast. And it would seem like you'd be a good example of somebody that maybe doesn't need as much cross-training if you're coming in as a hobbyist and as a yeah. customer. But are there people coming in alongside you that need to have a better orientation of, of ComC and its position in the industry? When I first started, I did an orientation with a lot of customer service people. And we went through everybody and what their experience with ComC is and how familiar they are with the hobby itself. Most of them are in the hobby, experienced on ComC. If they started there, they found it, they started selling cards on their own. They're like, this interests me. And they can work from home doing customer service and everything like that. There wasn't too many people that needed a refresher course on what's going on in the industry. A lot of them have their own expertise or niche in the market into obscure things that we sell like gaming cards or they're into like pop stars. There's something on the site that got them hooked and got them into ComC to apply for it or even get hired with the company. And I think we've done a good job, especially now with marketing. Everybody has their own expertise. They are quite familiar with the site. They've gone through training or at least in in our role in marketing, we're going through the site all day and we're in that platform all day. So we get really used to it which a good background tool if they want to move somewhere else in the company. It seems you were saying you felt like PWCC was a competitor of yours. There's some overlap and there's a lot less overlap now with PWCC not being on eBay. But did you feel like they were competing significantly there and this is a big opportunity for you? I, I don't necessarily think they were a competitor. They deal with a lot more higher end stuff than we do, especially since ComC's only opened their eBay auction service less than two years ago. With that part of the market opening up, it gives us opportunity to show off higher end cards. We're getting more of those in consignment. We've seen more in the last two or three months of those those five-figure cards we've been getting. And we definitely want to be an outlet for you. If you have those cards, you can come to ComC and use that. Our our rates are always flat and nothing against PWCC. They didn't say it this way, but they had a range of service Mm -hmm. that on the high end, they were competing with the major auction houses. And yeah. on the low, the medium lower end, they were competing with ComC and others uh, for $100 cards or $500 cards. But the $50,000 cards and the $500,000 cards, that's a crowded space. The $5 yeah, cards, not so much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, it's crowded, but, but you guys <laughs> have a, a good organized way of uh, making that stuff available. Yeah, I think those $5 cards, $10, $15 cards are 
the bread and butter of our site. Those things sell all day. They're easy to buy. I will buy PC items just on the site. But for those people that are looking to not go to maybe an auction house or use the PWCC service, we can be that outlet for them if they want to sell those $5,000, $10,000 cards. Just another option because we know that market's going to split. A lot of people are going to stay with PWCC, use their vault service, which is it's great. Nobody really offers something like that. They do a lot of their social media work. A lot of their marketing stuff is great. We can admit that in our department and everything like that. But we just want to be a resource since eBay is still the number one seller for sports cards. They're not going to go away anytime soon. We've been working with eBay to advertise that more and get our name out there. So if you want to consign with us, we can take those high-end vintage, those graded cards, you can consign them with us. That's what we're gunning towards because we're closing in on 100,000 graded cards on our website. And I have sold so many graded cards on your site. <laughs> the reason is I priced them a long time ago. Yeah, I haven't raised the price. And mm -hmm. I've been realizing when people are buying them, I, they cost less than the price of current grading. And I, I priced them to sell years ago and I didn't mm -hmm. increase it. But boy, the price for grading just keeps going up. And then you think that would make the price of current already graded cards go up too. I bought a collection of cards that were more shiny that I'm yeah. not as familiar with, but that forces me. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I'm used to the shiny stuff and kind of growing up in the the 90s. And once I always saw the older generation, I was like, man, I'm never going to be able to learn all those years of tops from the 50s and 60s. Everybody just knows them like the back of their hand. Back of my but, Yeah. <laughs> but I can tell you from my experience, and even Rich Klein, nobody knows everything like the back of their hand. Rich has quite a command. I certainly have a broad understanding of a lot of stuff, but people that are breaking the current products are, are going to get very familiar with it if they really study it. And I'm all over the board. And I love Comp C because it gives me a chance to make some of the cards that I don't want anymore available to somebody that really wants them. And they can buy that yeah. specific card and take possession of it. Or in some cases, I get flipped like everybody else. Somebody buys hey. my card, marks it up. And it, I used to get frustrated and I thought, you know what? It's a hobby. <laughs> and I just yeah. need to enjoy. I sold it at a price that I was comfortable selling and they bought it and they want to find somebody who's going to pay more and and maybe they will and maybe they have. Yeah, that's a, a lesson you kind of got to learn quick in this hobby. You can't live on those regrets that happen with people buying your cards and flipping them a month later or something like that. But what happens if you have a question or your team has a question that you can't answer? Do you go up the chain of command or you bring in Tim if it's technical or Rich or Charles, who's very knowledgeable about cards too? Try to keep it within the building or within the company? For the most part, yeah. If I, somebody in our team doesn't have an answer, then I'll escalate to Steph. If you can't go there, it's usually from Steph to Tim. Yeah. Um, but we get a lot of questions that we're able to answer a lot of them. And if anything, we'll escalate. And I think we all have good communication and we're not afraid to ask questions, which is, which is really good. This is probably one of the best teams I've worked with in my 10-year career so far. So this has increased your collecting or decreased? Have you been too busy to collect or is it that familiarity with Com C has given you a boot. I would say it goes through flows. Right now, I've transitioned a lot of my graded cards out. I've been just having more fun building sets because there's so many different things in the card world you can do in the hobby, like collecting rookies, different parallels. I just finished a Topps Chrome set from 2004, and it took me a long time, but Com C was very helpful for me to find all these missing cards where I would have to wait months for a saved eBay search to pop up, and I could find it on Com C or find a group of them on Com C and. 10 minutes. You know, one of the things that's cool about ComC, when somebody sends me an offer, if it looks like it's coming from a set builder, I'm a lot more sympathetic than if it looks like it's coming from a cherry picker. 
that wants to get one card. I'm suspicious of their motives, <laughs> but if they're buying a, a bunch of cards within a set and they look like a set builder, I, I love those kind of guys. Yeah. ComC, the, the clientele, of course, is just always growing. We have tons of set builders. We have PC collectors. We have player collectors all the time. And more and more people that buy cards just to flip, like even during yesterday's football games, then the players that have a great game or a great half will just explode like hundreds of cards in 10 hours yesterday during the day. It's crazy. It's great. And people can collect what they want. I just could have never imagined that six or seven years ago, how many like one player somebody would buy just like during one hot game, but it's awesome. But the problem is for me, I think, oh, wow, look at that. And I think I'm going to submit them. But if I submit them, it probably won't be 16 weeks, but usually I yeah. use standard service. By the time it's submitted, Jameis Winston could be back throwing a bunch of interceptions and fumbling. Yeah. Those return times, like 16 weeks, yeah. we're, we're pretty quick on them now. We're under-promising, well, over-delivering. Yeah. Exactly. I'm trying to sell cards. <laughs> <laughs> Not trying to have a museum or a vault at ComC, which I actually do have. I'm going to do an episode about vaults and hobby, and I really regard... Con C is a vault. The only problem is I have to pay for storage. <laughs> I have to pay to send it back. But my cards are safe there, I think. And they're still yeah. my cards until they sell. Yeah, definitely. They're safe. I know a lot of people use that kind of as a price a little bit higher and they use it as just a little storage. And we have millions of cards. And That's for sure. Kyle, thanks for coming on. Con C's really grown and they've grown by adding sharp people like you. So Rich is pleased. He's always got a smile on his face for working at Com C. And I enjoy talking to Tim and the other people I see at the National, it sounds like a nice place to work. Once you dig out of the backlog, I think the marketing can be even more positive to get people to send more stuff and to add robust features to the site. I know that with all that coming down, we'll have a lot more opportunity for outbound marketing. And I think everybody at our company is really excited for the future. We had that in our company and it's really uplifting when you go to work and people are happy to be there. Kyle Johnson, thanks for sharing your marketing expertise and your love for the industry, which I share. And uh, thanks, listeners, for being on board for another interesting episode. The man in-